Hi there, thank you so much for listening to this new podcast. Today I'm going to interview Marcia Lindsay. She's the founder, creator and director from Nobu Pilates. And I can't wait to hear more on her nutrition. Obviously Pilates, what does she recommend? How often does she recommend it? And also her maybe daily habits, life hacks. Good morning, Marcia. Marcia is her name, right? Marcia Lindsay. Exactly, Marsha Lindsay. <laughs> nice. I love the name, Marsha Lindsay. It's very fancy. So lovely to meet you, and thank you so much for joining our podcast today. Thank you. I'm actually very like honored. Like, I I can't believe because Nobu Pilates is such a like a new thing to my life and to the world. But to get invited to things like this, I forget like how much it's blowing up and that people want to know more about its roots. So I really appreciate you inviting me to your podcast. Absolutely. So please tell me a little bit about yourself and also about Nobu Pilates. So me, Marsha the person, I am, I've been teaching Pilates for 11 years now. Um, I'm classically trained. So that means you go through quite an intense um, training that can be 12 to 18 months with 600 hours of learning, four exams of anatomy, practical, written. So it's very in depth, but it, I think the, the biggest thing about classical method that I think I get a lot of questions about, so it's nice to clear it up sometime, is that it's learning the method as close to the way that um, Joseph Pilates originally taught it, but it's also learning all the equipment because I think the mat and the reformer get so much attention that people don't always realize that there's actually 14 pieces of original classical equipment that he invented, the chair, the Cadillac, the barrels. So uh, I went through all that training. Uh, from there, I... Um, like worked as an instructor for a long time worked for equinox uh the most incredible luxury brand that's come over from the us and is in the uk um became one of their managers and then from there i became one of their teacher trainers so i was then teaching people that classical course where i take them through a year to 18 months to learn all the equipment um and then i became their area manager so it was it was one of those steps that um i didn't i would never have guessed I was going to be a Pilates instructor to be honest I didn't know what my path was but as soon as I found something that I was completely in love with naturally all of those things that came after just happened through the love of, of doing what I do so yeah and that's here we beautiful are mm. that's very nice and what is your background like did you already like did Pilates in the past um, mm. were you kind of like already into fitness yourself yeah, so as a child, I, I was quite sort of into competitive sports. I was on the hockey team. I were, I did kickboxing from the age of seven till I was 19. I did kung fu from the age of six until 19. Um, and I did those competitively. So I've always had sort of fitness very ingrained in my routine. My parents have always pushed me to do that. And that's something that I like to do. I, I, I excelled in. Um, so it shouldn't be a surprise. But I guess like when you're in your formative years as a teenager, you want to explore lots of things and kind of trial and error, try some stuff and figure out what you do and don't like. And it took me a while to loop back round to, oh, I've always enjoyed fitness and sports. Why wouldn't that be my career? So, yeah. That's amazing. So, and um, I've tried actually Pilates myself, but I'm more into the reformer class, uh, yeah. which you also have, at, uh, of course, at the Nobu Pilates. What is the yeah. big 
biggest difference between if you would schedule yourself, let's say for a class pass and people would go for Pilates and they see reformer, what's the main difference? Yeah, as in like between the mat and the reformer work or that's a great question. And I, I love to clear that up too, because I think everyone does that have their own sort of interpretation and feeling about what that answer is. But I have a very clear and I think tangible um sort of description around it so the mat work is obviously your body weight against gravity and can be some of the hardest work it's a great challenging workout um but what the reformer does it gives you the spring resistance to firstly strengthen your muscles but secondly also give you the support and the framework to understand and educate your body through the movement so i always advise a beginner to actually start with reformer and springs to get that understanding, that support, so that when we take the springs away and they do the mat work, they can execute it safely and with a better understanding and knowledge. But that being said, I would never choose, like you have to be doing both work. So maybe like, so starting with the reformer, which is actually interesting, I always thought it was the opposite because mm -hmm. the, the machine, it looks more challenging, it's more tough, where yeah. on the mat, it will be your own body weight. But it's interesting to know that it's better to maybe start first with the reformer. Definitely. And I think some people are a bit intimidated when you look at the equipment. It's not like Absolutely. in the gym, right? Yes. Um, but I think, yeah, if you flip the way you, you see it, you get the support and feedback from the spring. So that when we take it away and gravity is such a big force on our body to perform the mat is easier once you've got the knowledge with the springs. Do you have a, a preference as to what type of Pilates? Do you like the reformer more? Do you like mat as well? I absolutely i'm obsessed with reformer i'm actually uh currently six months pregnant and oh, i incredible. yes so and it's <laughs> actually an ex an exercise or a workout that i did a lot before getting pregnant and i'm mm. still doing this uh three times a week now i'm currently in amsterdam visiting my family and we yeah. have here a studio called plts i'm obsessed like um it was funny because on Monday I went there for a class and the woman instructor was like, oh, yeah. but be careful, be careful. And I'm like, no, I know it's okay. I'm, I, I got it covered, but it's the yeah. best. I'm like, even our, like our teams, like Amanda, for example, our brand manager, she's more into like lifting weights. And mm -hmm. I think I always tell people the combination is specifically mm -hmm. for a woman, for women to do some weight training combined with Pilates reformer class. I think it's the best. It's the ideal combination yes. you're getting, you're hitting all the corners of like hitting the bigger muscle groups with maybe a bit more burnout, but really carving out the smaller muscle groups in your Pilates session, like you're covering all bases. And, yes. and I love that you're still training. That's another thing about Pilates is that even through pregnancy where people were shying away from like, maybe like having to rest, you don't have to do that. Like if you've been training and already fit, you can continue with those workouts. Yes, it'll be modified, but absolutely. you can do it. <laughs> No, absolutely. And I think it's the most, um, the, the type of workout that I feel very feminine. And mm. I feel also it's a way of, it's really a treat for the body. It's, I mm. feel, of course it's challenging, but even during the class, I'm like, this is so good. And I feel so like strong and no, I love it. I think it's always, the, the classes are always not that big. I'm not really yeah. a type of fitness, like a lot of like weight training and, and doing like the, the bulky kind of things. But that's maybe also in the mind because we have always been um, taught that training with weights and stuff like mm -hmm. that will make you bulky and going more towards the Pilates, more the, 
the ballet type of movement will make us type of feminine or like more petite. What is your opinion on this? Like, would you recommend, for example, anyone listening, having a goal to lose weight, is then Pilates the way to go? Or would you recommend something else? Yeah, I'm going to keep it really real because I think there's a lot of um, miscommunication about Pilates and weight loss. Um, I think Pilates is one of the most incredible workouts. I've devoted my entire life to it. Um, However, weight loss, you get that through that sort of pushing through the gym workouts and the cardio stuff. That's where you're going to get that. I have never lived in a world where I'm going to quit doing my gym, doing my spin, doing my running, doing my walking. Um, But I do know that Pilates is going to boost what I do in the gym. I know that Pilates is going to give me toning and access to muscles that don't engage in the gym, but it's also really educating my body to stay safe in the gym. So when I go and do like maybe a slightly heavier loaded squat, I know that I've got the the core strength and the glute strength to support me. Or for example, I enjoy walking to work every day, but I know that that can be quite a lot on my knees. Like I am getting older and that does flare up sometimes, but I know that Pilates is kind of giving me the MOT to keep me mobile for much, much longer. So I don't like to look at Pilates as a weight loss workout but I think it supports all the other workouts that you do I I think you should be cross-training okay no that's very interesting and is there also for example maybe you have it as well at Nobu Pilates uh, mainly women Mm. is it still is it really a feminine like exercise or would you also recommend this to men yeah I love that question you've got the best questions um (laughs) Trying to break down some barriers at the moment, I think Pilates has been very much marketed towards women. And that's because a lot of the time women will um, explore and engage with lots of different types of workouts where sometimes I don't want to generalize, but sometimes men think that they should stick with things that are perceived as more masculine, masculine, weightlifting, running, hit classes. Um, We can't forget that Pilates was invented by a man um, and he intended it to be a functional workout for all. Um, What happened was there were a lot of incredible ballet dancers back in the day who picked up on how incredible Pilates was to keep their body strong. And through that, it has become hyper-feminized. I'm trying to create a space where it's neither feminine or masculine. It's a workout for all that doesn't matter about gender it doesn't matter about age it doesn't matter about injury whether you're pregnant pre or postnatal size like everybody can do it and it's going to be challenging and accessible to everybody so I'm trying to break down some walls (laughs) no that's great I mean I went to when I was in Miami in January I tried also this class uh, I think it was an Austria concept called Largue Largue oh Legree yes yeah very tough but there I even the instructor a man he was like yeah this is uh you can get you know because that's a lot of things people think oh you cannot get muscles doing reformer class but you can still get it's of course you get toned but you can also build muscle yeah it's the most humbling thing I've got some incredible PT friends in the industry and when they've come to Pilates and these are strong people um 
they come in and we have this thing called the tremble of truth. I don't know if you've experienced it, but when your body just starts shaking in Pilates because a group of muscles that haven't been switched on suddenly all engage and they're just looking at me like, wow. Uh, and always just really grateful that they can also be humbled so far into their fitness journey. It's, it's a challenge for everybody. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I would love to see more men. I would also love to see my boyfriend joining me because he always says like, oh, go do your Pilates. And I'm like, well, you will see the moment you try it, you're gonna like, it's the same what you're saying, like the shakiness. It's quite addictive. Actually, I love to feel my muscles kind of burning. I, I like the feeling. Yeah, everything kind of, and it's a symphony, like you can't just like power through one muscle group, you have to be very mindful and engage multiple different connections to get that full, um, that full feeling. It's so yeah. magical. No, absolutely. I really like the the way you also mentioned, like you still combine your other daily activities, you still walk, you still cycle. Um, is this something that you would recommend? Like, first question, how often would you recommend doing um, Pilates? And like, is this kind of like a way to maybe go the, the more you're more advanced to maybe add up the amount of times you're doing it per week? Yeah, for for me personally, I've always so I I enjoy the gym, I enjoy spinning, walking, and that's not for everybody. I think you have to first really enjoy what you're doing and don't force yourself because someone told you that we should be doing weights in the gym. That might not be something that you enjoy doing, so why why not go and explore something else? There's so many options. But then I think the best thing about Pilates and the good formula, if we had to give it one, is a minimum twice a week. Um, just because once a week doesn't quite cut it in the sense that you need your body to start building muscle memory. So if you do it once a week, by time seven time seven days is gone, your body might not re remember it as quickly. So we need the repetition to um, engage that stimulus quicker. But I would say, let's say you're somebody who does three to four HIIT workouts a week. I would want to match it with three to four Pilates workout to balance out any any imbalances, any mobility restrictions, just to make sure you're really, it's an MOT for the body to really make sure you're nourishing your joints and the muscles correctly and stretch and strength. So I try and go with that theory, but what I've learned in recent years is, and I think we were all victim of this, is sometimes you push too much and mm -hmm. I've got my own mentors and coaches that say, you know, the importance of those two, days of rest a week for your body to rebuild uh so that you can go back stronger is really important rest yes important. absolutely so doing more it doesn't always equal better results the rest fact, is really important yeah. you can end up injured by pushing too much and not letting the body do what it's supposed to do which is recover yeah yes and what role does a mental health mindfulness uh play a role uh with pilates the most <laughs> because because <Nice>. <laughs> pilates is a zone and a space where you have to forget everything outside of the walls you are allowed to be selfish and every single cue so it can be in one exercise and i can cue what's happening with your abdominals with your shoulders your neck your ribs and you have to be in that moment to engage fully with it and then we layer in breathing with it which people don't focus enough on 
Uh, and in that moment, it's quite meditative because you're not thinking about your emails, you're not thinking about your phone, you're really thinking about yourself in that present moment. I think Pilates is really, really important for mental and physical wellness, um, giving you the space to hear your own thoughts, to connect with your own body, to connect with your breath. It's really, really, really important. Yeah, that's beautiful. I think it's really nice that obviously we can go for walks, um, listening to a podcast, but the I always like to go to classes with Pilates where it's actually the less music, the, the less noise, the better, in mm. my opinion, to really yeah. what you say, to be focused and just to be with yourself. And I like what you're saying. It's good to be selfish sometimes as well. Yes, it's, and it's selfish in the best way. Look after yourself. Yes. You're number yes. one. <laughs> oh, absolutely talking about looking after yourself what do you do besides pilates to take care of yourself to treat yourself nutritious wise uh, maybe have some specific hacks morning rituals that you do a lot I mean I'll, I might have to give you the slightly edited version but <laughs> so, <laughs> fitness is is always an exploration for me I go up and down with what I do and don't like but my consistents are always Pilates I've got a Peloton I love getting Ooh. I find Peloton quite meditative because I don't really care what's going on around me I'm just focused on that um and my weight training I try and do that twice a week um depending on what my life is doing so there's that and then my nutrition side I like Monday to Friday to have a routine um mm -hmm. especially with work as work can be so unstable I like to have something that I can have that is consistent um so I am a fan of intermittent fasting and I do that through doing the five two sort of format so on a Tuesday and a Thursday I'll do a juice day and then on a Monday Wednesday and Friday I just eat clean and have about three to four meals a day um and then on the weekends I let go I do not want to think about what I just want to enjoy my food I have a few drinks and socialize and just relax so that's nutritionally um what I enjoy doing and then I have a morning ritual nice. <laughs> and I have a self-care Sunday ritual so my every morning I'll get up do my exercise and then after my exercise which is usually spin I'll make my morning shake um and then while I'm sipping on that I've got compression boots have you ever used them before no so they're they're these imagine these massive stockings that go right up to your hips yes uh, strap yourself in and once you switch it on it it it's like um, a burr constrictor. So it starts squeezing through air compression, oh. squeezing the muscles for lymphatic drainage. Um, and you just sit there and it's a really lovely feeling. It just feels like you're, you can feel the blood flow and nourishment. You can feel like the massage of the tension of the muscles. It's Ooh. so nice. This is, nice. this is like lymphatic uh, drainage, which I did yes. yesterday. And it's specifically for pregnant women. Oh, you need to because you uh, you were like gaining so many weight of course but it's a lot of water weight you just feel yes. so bloated all the time so this is very interesting it is so good and I just like that as a kind of quick fix after like after spin your muscles people do power through their quads so I just like to make sure we're releasing all that tension and it's just a nice like like mindful moment I'll just sit there have my shake listen to a podcast and then I'll get up and do my sort of skincare care ritual which is 
quite um fun um I like using like facial toning devices and nice. playing with different products and then my on my weekends on Sundays I always set aside two hours and I do my self-care Sundays because I really enjoy skincare uh I'll do my clay masks you can tell you have such beautiful <laughs> skin you're glowy thank you beautiful. um I, yeah I have a real interest in skin just as a hobby um so yeah I do those things for me uh I just enjoy it <laughs> Fantastic. And talking about nutrition, so you're doing intermittent fasting. Uh, you're doing the 16 hours, uh, I guess. I do five two, so two days a oh, week yeah. where you have like that. What equates to about 500 calories? I do 600 just because I'm still walking around and quite active. And then then the other days just eat mindfully, so not yes. too much restrictions. Yeah. So I'm two. A- that's interesting. So two times a week you're doing like 600 calories a day. Mm-hmm. And then the rest more mindful. What do you eat on a 600 calorie day? I use the juice, a juice cleanse because they send yes. it to you and they've mapped it out. And I quite like doing a juice cleanse just because I know 100% I'm hitting all the bases with sort of the vitamin side of things and uh, eating all the colors, if that makes sense. So I did do, I when I did the 5-2 format before and cooked things, I would... I think it was just too like high in protein. I like the mm-hmm. feeling of feeling sort of internally cleansed with doing a juice cleanse. Um, and I also make sure I do it on a busy day. So on a Tuesday and Thursday, I'm usually back to back with meetings and classes and it's quite okay. easy for me to grab a, a juice and keep moving. So it just works. Yeah. <laughs> That's interesting. And are you still feeling energized enough? Like you feel that you have enough fuel in the body, even with a kind of deficit uh, regarding calories? Yes, definitely. But on those two days, I would only do Pilates workouts. Like I wouldn't okay. go to the gym to do anything too crazy. I'm very like mindful that I don't want to stress my body out while it's doing this cleansing moment. Um, so I'll do Pilates because you can do Pilates and anything really. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I do feel fine. Yeah, interesting. So you do the those two days are just the days like after each other, or you? Uh, divide them in out for sure yeah Tuesdays okay, and yeah. Thursdays and depends oh, like wow. sometimes obviously like a, a work dinner will pop on the Thursday and I'll just move it to a Friday but I like to have some space between it I also do like to do like a three like three day consistently juice cleanse every four months nice. um I did one last week just as a reset I just like what it does for my skin I like to give my digestive system a bit of a, a reset and a break and it feels good to me right yeah Yeah. that's very inspiring I mean I think at the end we all need in a way we're over consuming uh with everything that's over consuming with food but it's with technology etc to just give yourself a break and just to kind of like lower it down and to really get more intuitive with your body and and feeling what your body does and what it says I think it's really really helpful and then on the other days what how would your diet look like you already mentioned you have a shake is mm. are you more plant based? You still eat protein. Um, how is your diet on the other days? Yeah, on the other days, I try to like with my shake. I do want to add protein in it because I do like to keep my muscle tone uh, up. I know that if I drop in my protein levels, that tends to go down a bit. So I do like, and that's my look as well. I, I I like to look and feel athletic and feel strong. So protein is important in my diet on the on day for sure. Then at lunch, so I have the shake in the morning. 
I'll definitely have a protein bar probably between breakfast and lunch at two. Uh, and then at lunch, I'll have as much um, as of the food groups that I can. So I'll have some chicken, potatoes, lots and lots of vegetables. Um, and then probably green tea at that point. That'll be my last green tea because I'm quite sensitive to caffeine. And then... Late afternoon, I'll have a banana and some cashew nuts, probably. I just always have that at my desk. And then in the evening, I keep it light. I like to just have fish and some steamed veg. Nice. That's great. And do you eat, for example, I live in Spain, we eat quite late. Do you mm. guys, like, I guess in London, it's a bit more early, maybe six, seven. So you still also give your body a break of not eating afterwards. Yeah, I try to finish, but just because of work, I try to finish by eating by 8.30, Yeah. It doesn't always work out that way. Like my 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 work diary is quite busy, but I try to eat finishing by, by then. But this is what's quite helpful with the fasting the next day. Like if if I've got in late and I have to eat at 10 p.m. and I'm not going to deprive myself of food, knowing that I'm fasting the next day isn't so stressful for me to like go to bed on a kind of full stomach. Yeah. Um, but it's not ideal. <laughs> life is yeah, life. But still, yeah, of course. We <laughs> also have to kind of be flexible in a way just, just to go with it. And But I think yeah. it's very, I can tell you have a quite a structured mm. lifestyle, but also you treat yourself really well. You like your, your Sunday self-care. I think yeah. it's very inspiring for a lot of people, including myself, to just be like, maybe like structure it out a little bit, maybe writing it down in a journal to be like, okay, I want to have at least these type of days that I'm doing more towards this, that I'm focusing more towards nutrition or more to self-care, my skin, et cetera. So I really like it. It's uh, I, I think, think it's, it's a, a real Pilates instructors thing. We're very like ordered. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the perfect trait to be an instructor. Um, and I do have some people that they ask me and I, I think you have a, a reaction that is like, oh, that's great. That's inspired me. But some people, you know, they're a bit um, maybe intimidated by that. And that's, I know that mo the way I do things isn't for everybody for sure, but I do think structure and accountability plays a lot in what you want so you have to if you if you have a goal you have to put things in place to make sure that you stay on track for what you want and it has to be what you want it doesn't matter like what I do if that doesn't work for you it doesn't work for you but yeah accountability and structure are important to acknowledge absolutely yeah absolutely I'm reading actually the book now Atomic Habits and it's so easy just everyone has a lot of objectives in life but it's for example if you have this goal of losing weight And you're just mentioning or you just have it for yourself. Oh, yeah, I want to lose weight. But mm -hmm. I mean, that's easy. You have this goal. Like, okay, I want to lose weight. But then you have to put it in a plan because yeah. without like a goal without a plan is it's nothing actually. Because at the end, a year from yeah. now, you will still have the same goal, but there's yeah. still no action. And I think yeah. it's very, yeah, I, I think it's very good to to structure it out for yourself, to write it down and also to plan it in. It can yeah. be exercising, but it can even be writing down the the type of nutrition, uh, how mm. you're fueling your body. It's it, it goes even to how many hours you have to sleep, for example, how many yeah. days you would like to read a book, those things. Yeah, but yeah I, That's so I, I'm a, yeah. yeah. I would also layer in there as well, like make it achievable because some people go in and they're like, they've got all the will and I love the energy, but then they do everything at once. And then it's a lot on the system to do, to change a lot at the same time. I would always just focus on two things, 
get that how it feels right for me and then layer in the next thing and the next thing don't try and do everything at the same time <laughs> yes no absolutely and I'm curious do you have any objective yourself right now like it can be career-wise it can be maybe yourself oh. nutrition yeah um give myself a bit more I'm trying to now in a personal sense give myself a bit more time for my personal life I adore my job. I love Nobu Pilates and I love the opportunity that I've had to sort of have such amazing creative control. And we've created something so incredible. I'm blown away by it, to be honest. But I find that when I'm really into something, I'm really into it. That sometimes I'll drop things in my personal life, not in a malicious way, but just because I am quite driven and focused. So I'm working on how I balance out my life a little bit better. It takes time. Yeah. Um, But also this sort of stuff, you know, my job is is my is a lot to me. It means a lot to me. And I'm so um, fortunate that because there's a lot of people out there who don't enjoy their work. And I'm Absolutely. one of the few who really do. So I also want to honor that. And I'm just excited about exploring new options. Like Nobu is such an incredible brand to be aligned with. Uh, and they're always really open to all of my creative input, nice. uh, at least to discuss it. So I, I can't help but be excited by next steps. <laughs> yeah, no, nice. And what do we, what can we see next at Nobu Pilates? Is there, are you going to do some more events or new things coming up? Yeah, so this is the first ever Nobu Pilates ever. We are now two years old and it was definitely a, a moment to feel out you know, is this something that will be well received? It was the proof of concept. And I think we've definitely proven uh, that it is going to be popular. So, you know, there are now going to be talks about the future. Uh, we definitely mm. will be like thinking about teaming up with brands to do events now because we know who we are and we know who we want to align with. Um, we definitely want to um, look into do retreats. So nice. I'm Part of my job is to looking into that for next year. Um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of scope. So watch this space. Oh, that's nice. We have a, where I live in Ibiza, we have Nobu, obviously. It would be great to also have yes. a Nobu Pilates. That would be exactly. really nice. Or even a retreat, something like that. Trust me, I've got my eye on Ibiza. It's the most mm. amazing vacation. <laughs> yes, no, absolutely. That's really nice. Oh, I'm very excited. Uh, Marcia, I really would want to thank you so much for taking the time today with sharing your story. And I love the energy you put in. And I get super like, I want to go. Oh, I, actually, I go to Pilates tomorrow again. So I'm very excited. Oh, I love to, that. Yes, <laughs> I, will, I will think of you, your energy. It's really nice. It's really inspiring. And um, my last question, where are uh, people listening? Where can they find you? Uh, Instagram, um, yeah, Instagram, your other, your your Noble Pilates Instagram, etc. Yeah. So I, my Instagram ha handle is at Pilates by Marsha. And then the Nobu um, Instagram is at Nobu Pilates Official. We're based in Nobu Portman Square, which is just behind Selfridges. Um, I'm about to launch a new package called Stretch and Sushi. So in the next month, you'll be able to come and enjoy Stretch Sushi and then go to Selfridges. What more could you want? <laughs> that is the perfect combination. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Marcia, and I really wish you a lovely day today. Thank you so much. <laughs>